Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good evening, and welcome to Love and Respect. I'm Michael Rinder. Tonight, a conversation with hip-hop legend Big Boy. Hard to believe it's been 25 years since OutKast burst into the scene and propelled Southern hip-hop into the forefront of music. Big Boy, tonight on the continuing influence of OutKast and how his Georgia roots have impacted his life and his career. Thanks for joining us. A conversation with Big Boy, coming up right now. Love and respect with Killer Mike and one of my favorite guests and friend, mentor, big brother, big boy. My dog. Man, I call Tuan. Yeah, man. Antoine Patton, you changed my life. I would not be here had it not been for getting a record deal with you and for the last 19, 20 years of my life being involved in entertainment. So first, just let me say thank you. Man, you always show gratitude, man. You doing what the Lord wants you to do. Absolutely. I already know that. Speaking of doing what the Lord wants you to do, we are entertainers. We sing and dance for a living and provide joy and laughter and good times for people. And for the last 20 months, I hadn't done much of that as my group was down making a record. And then right when we were able to roll out first video and getting ready to open for Rage Against the Machine on the world tour, pandemic happens, the world shuts down. Somehow, you go through 2021 providing entertainment. You don't stop. First of all, why are you that brave? And what did you learn out of the lessons of going around making people happy the last year? Um. You know, I, I walk in heavy faith for one, and I mean, yeah. and I'm just a firm believer in just, you know, whatever the Lord say. Yeah. And, you know, when it came time to go out and, like you said, make people happy in, in the midst of all this sadness and despair, yeah. and the team was like, let's go. You know, cut Matt Swift, like, when we gonna get out of here, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Everybody trying to get, you know, going out there and get to the bag. So yeah. I was like, all right, I mean, I, I could have sat home till 2030. Yeah and beyond, but my team wanted to go, so we got out there and, and, and did it. Plus, a lot of stuff we did was like live streams, too. Yeah. Like from Stankonia, where, you know, corporation put it up, we'd go and, and just rock out for them, so it, it was steady. So that, that's the, like the VR-style shows, because yep. you did roll those up. Yeah, it was just weird. I yeah. mean, I think we did one from Microsoft, Carvana, a whole bunch of different ones. You know I was saying? watching at home on the sofa. It was cool to get stoned and watch in my box. Yeah. I didn't have to get all dressed up to come. But it's 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 funny though because it's like it's not a crowd. Yeah. So the energy. Yeah. It's, what, it's like late night talk show. So what was it like getting? I jumped on a stage with you, and that was when they had everybody kind of sectioned off like more animals on a safari. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The but, biggest night out. Yeah, but it was but it was a, it was good to be back in front of a crowd. You were one of the first people who brought me back out in front of a crowd. Mm -hmm. What's the energy like connecting with the crowds? Um. Well, that one right there, it was. It was, a, it was a plus and, and a minus. The minus is because everybody was separated. Mm -hmm. It was it just kind of felt distant. So yeah. everybody was in their own little part jamming. I mean, one thing that they didn't didn't really commend us for is like having thousands of people in Centennial Park when, you know, no super spreader, no nothing. Kept yeah, everybody yeah. safe, you yeah. know what I mean? Everything was, was, was on the up and up. So we did that. And after that, I mean, we was like, hey, I mean, we might need to keep on going. So, man, I, I got to say, you truly been a brother and a big brother-like figure in my life in terms of advising me, things of that nature. I remember being on the road and um, me and my girlfriend at the time losing a child. And um, you literally, you know, after some sadness in the back of the bus, patted me on the back, said, finish the tour, go home and try again. And then, and then out of that, my 19-year-old pony boy was born and he wow. just graduated 
um, high school. So shout oh, out man, to him. That's hard. But you are the reason. I went home and tried again, and it worked. <laughs> I just try to be there for you, brother. <laughs> yeah. But um, so. people assumed I was your, we, we look so similar, I guess, yeah. then our eyebrows pointing up that people yeah. thought <laughs> I was your legitimate bio brother. Right. But um, uh, I'm not, but I met you because of your brother, um, James and the CeeLo and, yep. and me and Nick and Rock D. You want to talk about us meeting and, and what made you give me an opportunity? Absolutely. So, I mean, as well, they don't know, but my brother and y'all and you and the CeeLo and our little squad from back then all went to the AUC and we all went to school together. And uh, my brother would just always come to my house with CD all the time. He just always had a Killer Mike CD and just laying around the house. All he like, man, you listen to my boy? I'm like, nah, Chet, I'm gonna check it out. He like, check him out. So I listened to it. And I was like, oh, this jamming. So I was like, okay, well, I wanna meet him. So we had a studio session. Uh, first studio session I invited you to. Um, we was working on the Aquemini uh, album, mm -hmm. Snapping and Trapping. And I'm just like, you know me, I'm like, they call me the king again the shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Ask anybody. I put a lot of people on. You absolutely have. So uh, you just take advantage of the opportunity. So I, I told Killer Mike, whatever you can do with it. That's how he started the song off. He set the tone and set the vibe from the, from, from the beginning. And from that point on, it was a rap, man. I mean, it's all about, I tell people it's all about what you do in the situation, like your drive and your hunger and your passion. And one thing about you is you wanted it. And to this day, I, I mean, I'm sitting in my trailer that you rented from me on the set of your new TV show. Man, come on, man. It was, it was important to me to use your trailer, too, because you have always been a very astute businessman. I feel like, so I was a fan first. I remember the first time I just got to sit around you and hang out, God bless the dead, your Aunt Renee. Yeah. Um, she was like a steward to all these wild little boys. It was the first time I had ever smoked like legit marijuana, not just that mid that was coming out of East Hampton. <laughs> I remember we got so stoned in the bottom, it was her birthday, we were supposed to go upstairs and sing happy birthday to her. We could barely walk out of there. Yeah. And you were letting me hear ATL against then. And mm -hmm. I've heard songs in long form, things that you but I couldn't remember the camaraderie, but we went upstairs, had a great time, but I left there inspired that I can do this. You were in a group, and in that group, in the first two albums in particular, you were driving force in terms of narrative of records. You were bringing the hooks, old school, um, just vibey hip-hop hooks that, that people love from Kaz. You were determining cadences. You really were a star before we understood what a star was. You were the first person I saw wear a throwback jersey, flip-flops, and socks. What does it feel like to be so ahead of the time that people a lot of times don't realize it until they're looking back? Um, it's, they don't really have a scale to rate me, man. I'm off, I'm off the scale, you know what I'm saying? And when you're so far ahead of people's thoughts and the way they think and perspective, like a lot of stuff they don't catch till uh, years later, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I, I prefer to keep it that way. You truly have set trends that, yeah. from a business perspective, distant replays as a company in Atlanta exploded because of mm -hmm. you. Mitchell and Ness, if you look at Ebbets Field now, that started from a Houston Nationals jersey in a video. Yep. If you look at flip-flops now, Gucci selling those same Adidas flip-flops we used to buy for 20 bucks for two, 300 bucks. Yeah. You started the flip-flops and socks movement. But business, you had a business acumen young. You started a dog kennel early. You were selling purebred pit bulls. That was something that Atlanta rappers had not done. Atlanta rappers had come out 
But you brought something I've always felt from the original town you were from in Savannah. You brought a certain hustle. Right. What does Savannah give you in terms of a hustle? And it's an honor why I'm wearing Savannah yeah, State. Yeah, I see State. it. Yeah, what did Fraser Holmes, what did, what did Cloverdale give you that you brought to this city that you seem to have injected a certain cool, a certain business that we may not have had without you? I think it's that Gullah Geechee, yeah. West Savannah, whole what they say, drip? That what they be saying? Drip? drip yeah. yeah, drip, swagger, whatever they want to call it. But that, it's, just, it's all on me, you know? I come from a family, from my grandmother on down, as you know. God bless you, Dave. Straight hustlers, you know what I mean? And they got it everywhere they knew how to get it. You know, we was in um, Fraser Homes, 605 B West Gwinnett Court, in the projects, yeah. you know, um, until I moved to Atlanta. And I just soaked up game from a young age. I was like the first grandchild, the first nephew. Yeah. And so, you know, they used to take me with them on runs and stuff like that. And I mean, to this day, I'm just thankful that I got a chance to really experience that because it just, you know, showed me like my Uncle Trick from opening up the car wash to the rib shack. Yeah. I'm seeing him make moves. I'm just like, okay, I want to be like him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when it came time, like with the dogs, I was just like, okay, um, we, we got these dogs and uh, we was in, into it because we just loved the dogs anyway. But the business sense in me was like, okay, um, they advertising stuff inside album covers. Well, Dre, let's put us something in there. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Dre do the paintings, and I was selling the dogs. So, I mean, you go back and you look in the book list, you got the Pitfall Kennels back then. Now yeah. we're doing, of course, Frenchies. Yes. And, I mean, How much do they sell for? I can't confirm nor deny that. Um, but, yeah, you got to call little brother James. <laughs> not, I mean, not for you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, they just go from anywhere. From, they, start, they start at three. Okay. They start at three. I could buy a used car. Yeah, shout okay. dog leg with no rims on it. Yeah, okay. they start at three. Okay. You mentioned you and Dre, um, and, and a lot of times people think outcast, they think apart now. Right. But, but outcast never broke up as much as Dre got tired of the life, yeah. right? It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a brutal life. I did 123 shows and put myself in the hospital Come on. with dehydration yeah. and yeah. exhaustion. Mm -hmm. So we all understood a need for a break from the life. But you and Dre have never stopped. The, it's not been a break in friendship, a real brotherhood. Never. never. You guys hang out, guys still do the cookouts, yeah. kick it together. And ended up at an Oregon Ducks game together. Why were you at an Oregon Ducks game together? Because your nephew Cross, as you know, is yep. running back for the Ducks number 22. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. Peasy Patton. <laughs> um, so Dre, I called, I called Dre on a Wednesday. Well, let me just start going. We go back. 10th grade in high school. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, even in today, if, if people don't see it, they don't think it's happening. Yeah. So a lot of people are, st are stuck on the fact of like, oh, where's the music, where's the music, where's the music? But I mean, we, we, we done done all that. We done done it all. Yeah. Got, you know, we, we done it. And so once you've mastered something and you want to go on to something else, you still dibble and dabble. Like me, I love performing. Yeah. And that's why I still make records because I like to see the people singing the new songs that come from these thoughts that I create at a, at a, a, a credenza and stank on you. Absolutely. And just keep moving it, you know what I mean? But, like, my, my man, like, Dre, Dre, like, he cool, man. Yeah. But as far as the friendship, when people saw us at the game, it was like, oh, my God, this warms my heart. This <laughs> me. I mean, because we, we like everybody, little brothers and uncles. Yeah. You know, we started 16, 17. When, yeah. You know, you got rappers getting on now, 20-something, 30, if they give me their real age. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We really started out youngsters, want some real Jedi. 
So to now be, you know what I'm saying, like uh, mid-40s, still handsome, strong, with good skin and a strong back. After look. And we can walk <laughs> up and down the bleachers and cheer our sons on. Actually, seven, Dre's son is my godson. He came Absolutely. to the game as well. Absolutely. To see his godbrother play, and it was just, it was beautiful, man. Like, flew out. I think Dre might have been at the Holiday Inn Express, because yeah. Eugene ain't got that many hotels. I had a rental car, picked him up, went to the game. Just have fun, man, like we was in high school. Just regular dad. Though. Cool, man, cool. What's cool, cool with me is I know somewhere your Aunt Renee and somewhere his mother um, is are watching. Yeah. Because they really were stewards of that friendship and that movement. I know they're yep. watching, like, pride. Exactly. You know, Miss Miss B and my Aunt Renee were, like, our first managers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, um... When Ms. Benjamin was telling me, Antoine, you gonna pay your taxes? We was doing shows. Like, his mom was our accountant, bookkeeping, and everything. Yeah. Antoine, you gonna pay your taxes? I like, I'll get it next time. All right. Yeah. She always made sure Dre paid his taxes. I'm talking about, but it might have been about three years went by. <laughs> Antoine, them people want you. <laughs> what, what, what happened? You ain't paid, son. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I had it about seven figures. She was there. Yeah, I know. They cut him. I never, so, but you live and you learn because I've never done that again. What is the marker in terms of when you look back to say I was 18, 19 years old, um, ATL in 25 years, stank only 20 years ago. What does it feel like looking back at that young man? And, and what, would you, what would you say to him? I just, I be in awe sometimes, man. I try to think back to when I wrote certain songs. Like, you know, I keep all my pads. Yeah. I got all my pads. I still to this day write legal pads, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yellow legal pad, the long, because yeah. I got a lot to say. Yeah. So I, um, I'm listening to verses. I guess, matter of fact, coming up here, we was listening to Return of the Gangsters just came on Shuffle. It was an loud Mustang trying to race me when I'm listening to some gangster music. Man, I just looked at him like he was crazy, bro. <laughs> but just, a, the, I was just like, what were you thinking as just a young man? I was just like, man, I mean, you really was built for this, and this, this is what you were made for. You were born to do it, you know what I mean? And But even with anything, though, you still, you got to evolve and become a better version yeah. of yourself. So that's why we stay recording, Absolutely. making jams. I mean, you got to stay on top of it. If you don't yeah. use it, then to, my thing is you lose it or you just don't go to the next level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you want to keep going. You are now, I've seen you in my lifetime. I saw when Jordan was born, yep. Bamboo was born, Cross was born. Saw you be a heck of a role model in terms of balancing being an entertainer and a father. Have an Auburn graduate, soon to have an Oregon graduate. Yep. Um, Bamboo, who's at, who's at NYU, correct? You know, the, the new school in, he's, in, he's, in um, New York. He's, yep. Architecture, yeah. Uh, he's going to school for architecture, but made a pit stop and had a, had a son. The Covids. The Covids. Yeah, yeah, the Covids. He's cuddling during Covid. Yeah, like. And you are a grandpa now. I, uh, um, I'd like to say Poppy Son. Poppy Son, Poppy Papa. Son, Poppy Son. Yeah. I call myself the Rand Daddy. The Rand Daddy. The Rand Daddy. Okay. The Rand Daddy. <laughs> what, you know what I'm talking about? What's, your, what's that feel like? And because you've paid so much attention to financial literacy and freedom, you have a real legacy to mm. leave. Um, what does yeah, it man. feel like to be, to be, to be a man. Rand Daddy? What it's, does it feel like to know that the years of work I put in since I was a child are benefiting? Beyond my children. I ain't even gonna lie, man. It is the best in the world. Just, you know, to be young and, and then have my boy and then my other boy mm -hmm. and my other boy, you know what I'm saying? To look at it and, like, um, Eunice, that's his name in, in, in Hebrew, it means the dove, you know what I mean? Eunice means Eunice, the dove. But his name is Antoine Eunice Patton. III, that's absolutely beautiful. The third, you know what I mean? So he is like, I think my wife was like, she said it, but she's like, that baby done made you nice. <laughs> she's like, that baby done turned you back into a nice person. I'm talking about, I'm just in there doing all kind of silly baby.
making baby I'll videos. I be seeing on your Instagram. <laughs> I'm talking you about making goofy face. You cooking? Um, cook, your afro, yeah, yeah. afro uh, what? Pepper game is it's five, man. I learned how to cook mostly through the COVID. Like I just, besides sitting in the sauna and doing, you know, bands to keep my chest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> the air fryer and I perfected my lobster uh, recipe. But you know, just having the kids around and barbecuing every weekend with Rob the Bob and just having fun, man, having family time, even doing Bible study at home. Yeah. Which has been cool, man. You, you truly become a patriarch. Besides family, though, what I've seen you do, and I remind people always, your continuation of music has kept many people employed. It has kept one of the world's greatest DJs, DJ and DJ Swift. It has kept the band and the, the, the players around you. It has kept the production crew. It has kept a studio yeah. open. You have been pushing forward with not only your career, but helping all these other people simply by being you. And here you have another new album coming yes. called The Big Sleepover, where you and your mentor, yep. Sleepy Brown of Organized Noise Productions, Rico Wade, Ray Murray, and Sleepy Brown, now have meshed the whole new sound. Yep. I'm on the album a couple times. Yeah, yeah. And three to be exact. Three, three times. Mm -hmm. and, and you're dropping another record. What is it like to be dropping a new record in this environment? What's it like to still be revered mm -hmm. after so long? And what keeps you excited to make new music? Uh, you being there with me? You know yeah, what keeps yeah, me excited? Yeah. Rapping with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like you said about the push. Like, that's how me and you, the chemistry is like from a, a kill deal to a whole world to any other record we have done. Like, we push each other, man. It's, it's like Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader with the lifesaver, yeah. just going back <laughs> and forth, and that's just going to be jamming that much harder. Hence, we got Lowercase, Sucker yeah. Free, yeah. Return of the Dope Boy. Yeah, I mean, when people ask about the album, they be like, yeah, so who all y'all got on the album? Killer Mike. <laughs> who else? Killer Mike. We don't need nobody else, man. I am a part of this next question. Um, I, take, I tell people all the time, if I'm in a room with you and you say I'm thirsty, I'm not gonna look around, I'm just gonna go up and get you some water. And the reason I do that is because you truly have been a leader in my life, and I consider myself a part of your legacy. Right. So I want to represent that legacy well, what Outkast did, what Organized Noise did, what the Dungeon family did, and what you personally showed me by taking me under your wing. What do you value most about your legacy? What is mm -hmm. it? Um, I think it's all about integrity, honor, respect, and uplifting our people, you know what I'm saying? It's just all about the upliftment of our people. And in a sense, you know, being from a single-parent home, I wanted to be an example to my kids to be like, you know, y'all got a mama and a daddy, yeah. and to raise them up and have three kids at three prestigious universities doing great. And then I got my grandboy now, um, which he has me and his daddy in the house with him. So he got two strong men and got grandmamas and, and uh, Great grandmamas, yeah. you know what I'm saying? My mom is a great grandmama now. I can't believe she's still a little Yeah, she's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't call her that though. Um, <laughs> but just the legacy is just you know to to um, actually secure the bag. Is that what they say? Yeah. Uh, wealth accumulation yeah. and the preservation of wealth. What advice do we give, or do you? I know what advice you gave me. Right. You know, you told me to to take care of my bag, to watch my finances. Yep. You told me not to not to chase trends in terms of musically or with jewelry and cars, because you knew I was a card nut. Yeah. But you know, you you, you let me know. You know, ain't nothing wrong with a pre on. Right. 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 For sure. Um, you stuff. <laughs> yeah, for real. What advice do you give young people? Um, first, as far as your craft, I think you should always evolve. I'm gonna keep saying evolution. Like, 
always become a better version of yourself every time. Don't never go back. I mean, you can kind of study your past and what you're doing, but always look to what the future's going to be. Push yourself. Um, and don't be recycling your own lines. I don't like that yeah. um, Financially-wise, pay your taxes first. Yeah. Get you some key investments. My main thing right now is real estate. I, I'm the car guy, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm every, every week, you know what I'm saying? You got I mean, I still got all that. Yeah. But um, appreciating assets, like real estate. They ain't about to make no more land. Yeah. So get your hands on that, even if it's just dirt, and hold it. You know what I'm saying? That's going to appreciate throughout the years. I'm still studying that crypto game. Yeah. Um, I got in on some good startups. I got in on Lyft and Ring real real early. So yeah. with Nacilo and the shout out comedian and Nacilo, we got yeah. about, about 70, 80 companies we in right now. Yeah. And take care of your family, man. You and I had a budding of heads and disagreements. Wasn't bad. It wasn't even. It wasn't what, you and I. Well, it was the perception it was it, you and I because we were the most famous people. Yeah. But I remember my grandmother calling me saying, "This is not right. Make it good." I remember John Lewis calling me saying this is not right, making it good. But the most effective, I think, this is not right, make it good, came from Cross as a little boy. He might have been one or two years old. Mm -hmm. But he says, Daddy, you and Killer Mike are mad at each other. I don't like that. Yeah. And that led us to meeting in a parking lot, talking up, and put us back on the pathway. And I say that at rap because this show was started with the spirit of love and respect. What returned us to a path of true brotherhood and friendship was putting our egos aside and getting on the pathway to love and respect. And I just want to thank you for changing my life as I wrap this show. I want to thank you for providing a wonderful example of what a musician and a man can be. And I'd like to lovingly and respectfully say I would appreciate you always for that. It's I been know, a man. hell of a time. I love you, man. I love you. Hey, man, keep you, doing man. you, man. Absolutely. Keep doing you. Absolutely. Keep doing you. One thing I can say, man, two of my most proudest accomplishments in music was signing you and signing Janelle Monet. Absolutely. The potential in which I've done for music, like in the way you expanded the things from doing your solo to run the jewels and now your show, love and respect. Yeah. I told you, do everything. Man. Do what you did. Do, do you everything. Do Swag shop. Yep. And Phillips Arena. We, <laughs> we're gonna be there tomorrow. Open the night. night. That's we ain't right. gotta get no haircut. We'll be at the snack bar. Absolutely. No time out. Love and respect. Appreciate it, man. about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.